Hello, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. It's me, Boozer. And I'm the Brain. And in today's episode, we are virtually travelling down to Somerset. Down yonder, innit? Down yonder, down the southwest, where we are going to be sampling two lovely-looking beers from the Yonder Brewery, and they're both sort of collaborations as well. So I suppose it's an episode of Yonder and Friends. Yeah, that's quite nice. Yonder and Friends. Yonder and Friends. Sounds like a really crap kids' TV show, doesn't it? But no, actually, yeah, <laughs> it really does, actually, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, our first friend with Yonder is a collaboration with uh, our friends at the New Bristle Brewery. There's a lot of friends here. A lot of friends yes, here. Yes, we uh, like New Bristol Brewery, as you We do like know. New Bristol. And uh, this is a tropical goza. Mango, mm. guava and passion fruit, triple fruited goza. Starting off at 4%. In a four forty mil can, and then we shall be moving on to Ritual Union, a caramel frappe breakfast stout, also four forty mil at five point eight percent, and this has got some lovely Guatemalan coffee beans sourced from Somerset's own girl who's girls who grind coffee in Frome. So that should be interesting. So we've do it, it's it, well we've talked about many dessert episodes before, but this is our breakfast episode, isn't it? I suppose we've got our fruit yeah. juice and our breakfast stout, and our breakfast go. coffee. So let's let's get cracking. Um, yeah, let's do it. I the first thing I'm just gonna, I know I often talk about artwork, which of course you'll see pictures of on our Instagram page naturally. But I there's not much to say except except for the tropical goza. I mean, it's just bursting with tropical fruit colours. Oh yeah, can. it's fabulous it's wonderful and the font they've used for tropical goza just feels like someone's just spilt a load of juice on a bit of paper and it's sort of formed yeah. letters <laughs> yeah it's quite good that as well it has a sort of almost tie-dye effect which i find yeah, i'm finding quite bit. pleasing a little bit now it looks fantastic and uh and on the back brooding collaboration with our friends at new bristol brewery we bring you tropical goza mm-hmm. our signature smoothie-esque goza base has been loaded with hundreds of kilos of mango passion fruit and guava puree for a totally tropical taste. I think we yeah. all know where those words come from, boys and girls. <laughs> I think we possibly do. Um, there's not really much more to say. I mean, I love the fact that there's sort of a white can underneath the label just to really help stand, make the colours stand out beautifully. Um, yeah, and addition. we can see that there's sea salt in it as well, which is nice. I was so about to say, I love the idea of an addition of sea salt specifically rather mm. than just salt. I mean, oh, I'm really excited yeah. for this one. Gonna, yeah, okay. I'm really looking forward to this. Please, please. Oh, can go we, on, man. Go on, man. Yay. <laughs> oh. Oh, yes. Oh, that smells a bit fruity. I Yeah, but you can also smell that sort of... Um, savouriness that's going to be coming from the salt as well you can, yeah you can, you can smell a bit of the salination in there it's largely a smoothie but there's some there is something savory in there which is um very intriguing it has to be said there is i mean this is just coming out of the can as well i'm, I'm, I'm gonna say it smelling it i'm fully getting mental visions of lils other sparkling <sighs> tropical drinks are available do you know yeah as soon as you said that instantly I mean, in my, my mind went ah that's what it is I'm recognising here. Well, I'm sorry, it was the totally tropical... I mean, it was in the back of my mind anyway after reading that on the back of Well, yes. I think true. it had to be. It was, was going to be. 
but it's there it's definitely there on the nose um i think we need to get it poured don't we i think we probably do you know And it has that beautiful sort of lilty colour as well. It looks like sparkling pineapple juice. It's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, it's nice and hazy. It's sort of smoothly opaque, I think. It, it, it looks smoothie-ish, basically. Yeah, no, it really does. And there's, that, there's a wonderful sort of pale yellowish hue to the head as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It looks very inviting and very kind of light i suppose you know it's it's like it's your morning fruit juice i absolutely and there's the one i think it's slightly better rounded nose on it now that it's out of the can but all of the flavors that i was picking up on are yeah. still there i was gonna say are we are we picking up all the fruits individually because what we've got mango guava and passion fruit yeah i think i think so mango and passion fruit often sort of blend together into a, a kind of lump of mango passion fruit you know, it's almost like that yeah. could be one. And sometimes flavor. on the nose, guava can get a little bit caught up in that as well, can't it? Let's be honest. It can, that. but I, I think I can pick out the guava individually, which, which is yeah, very nice. I, well, I think I'm picking up everything individually. I'm getting it all. Yeah, I think so. Let's, let, let's taste it, shall we? Let's give it a go. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, yes. Cool. Oh my mm. giddy aunt, that is Ooh. delicious. Yeah, okay. I think that's got all the makings of a proper goza. Mm. It does. It, it, it's mm. wonderful. It, it, it's like a oh. sine wave of flavours, if I can be scientific about yeah. it. Yeah. And you've got a wonderful rise of the sweetness, the fresh fruitiness, the wonderful sort of that citric nature that tropical fruits have. They're not citrus fruits, but it's that kind of... The acidity. Darkness. The acidity, thank yeah. you. That's the word that I couldn't find on my tongue, despite the fact there's plenty of it there. Um, <laughs> it, it's all there. It sort of rises with the sweetness. It drops a little bit with the acidity. It sort of rises really nicely until you get to that swallow and then you get that wonderful, salty goodness that mm. you would want from a good goza. Yeah. I would say this is just sour enough without being overly so it, it's it's tart to the point of being tangy but it's mm. not you know it's not unpleasantly sour it's just just enough to make you a little bit thirsty for the next sip and then as you say hmm, there's that lovely savory salinity just riding through on the finish again all the fruits are there i think there's no doubt that that's got mango guava and passion fruit in it and, you know, these tropical fruits, I think, often work well in in this style of beer. You know, a fruited goza, you know, never a bad idea. And I think they've done this really nicely because it, it's got the right balance. As you say, it's got you know, a bit of sweetness and a bit of sharpness. And, you know, they're sort of there at different different stages of it. So it starts off sweet and then and then kind of slides into that sharpness the saltiness on the finish oh for sure oh. and it's just everything as you say is it's just really so nicely done beautifully beautifully and balanced it is and can i take a moment to talk about that texture because that is lovely oh yes i mean Absolutely. you know we were joking about this being our, our breakfast fruit juice but that's really what it feels like it has it's it is incredibly juicy but it's also got that at the same time it's it's thick without being heavy and yeah. it's soft without being light 
if that makes any sense it, whatsoever. No, it absolutely does. And again, I'll just go back to the to the back of the can. Our signature smoothie-esque Goza base. And it, that's exactly what mm. we've got here. It is beautiful. The mouthfeel is sublime they've, on this. Yeah, they've observed that very well. And actually, pretty impressive for 4%, to be honest. Yeah, I know what you mean. Mm. I, I, I take a few mouthfuls. I'll easily forget that it's a beer for obvious reasons. But that despite its sort of sharpness, tartiness, sourness, if you want. As, as you said, it's a wonderful light play on it, and it's wonderfully yeah. sort of levelled on that. Yeah, I uh, think... For a beer of that style, I would say this is incredibly sessionable. It really is, yeah. that That's very good. I think, you know, all that fruit puree that they've chucked in it is really working wonders in this. Oh, it's gorgeous. You know, it, it's it's... It's done an excellent job, and uh, yeah, I, I really like that. <laughs> so, all right. I don't think there's much more we can say apart before we start going mm. around in circles. But rating, I think you're right. Um, ooh. well, I can't deny that's absolutely done everything it promised it would on the tin, um, and you know from the feel of it. I'm almost surprised when I go back to the can and, and look and say, oh, yeah, that's 4%. Mm. doesn't feel like it. You know, so considering that's as sessionable as it is, very impressive. Um, it's going to have to be at least 3.5, maybe 3.75. It's bordering at the moment. Yeah. I, I, this I, is I, very I, good. They've nailed it, to be with honest. With either of those, I think what I agree with you and what I love, and we've talked about this a lot back and forth in terms of what breweries put on cans, how they present and promote their beers and how they go about um, describing and, and putting all of that together. Mm. I mean, firstly, you look at the front, mango, guava and passion fruit, triple fruited, fruited goza. It is definitely that. And you can definitely taste all three of those things. For sure. What impresses me further with this is that when you then go back to the little description on the back, which is where breweries can often go a little bit astray <laughs> perhaps big themselves up a little more than might be justified in what's inside the can yeah i'd say again sometimes I've, I've this knocks it out of the park smoothie escos we've mm. said that is definitely there it's clearly jam-packed with the fruits there oh, it's got God, that yes. totally tropical taste i i'm giving it a four fair yeah i wouldn't argue with that i wouldn't argue that at all this is you know Two breweries collaborating, re collaborating really nicely to create something. Collaborating. Collaborating. <laughs> I've only had a few sips. How's that happening already? <laughs> um, to create something really rather lovely. Uh, yeah, I, I'd say that's that's fair, to be honest. Yeah. I'd say that's very fair. Um, incidentally, for those of you listening who might be wondering, we've talked about Gozers a few times. Uh, well, we've had a few on this uh, on this little podcast of ours. Um, so if you're wondering what it is, uh, briefly, it's it's a German style. Um, so it's originated in a place called Goslar in Germany, which is, I want to say, Saxony. Um, it's a one fermented style that's usually brewed um, with about half of the of the of the grain bill being wheat. OK, so it, it's it's a wheat beer, essentially. Um and the dominant flavor, what makes it interesting is that the dominant flavors tend to be sort of lemony sourness. So it is a sour style, um, but it also will often have 
herbal qualities and quite a lot of saltiness so that's the key really differentiator for a goza um, they don't tend or traditional gozas let's say don't tend to have prominent um, hop flavors or aromas or bitterness it, it's all about that sourness and the saltiness um, they're often you know relatively low abv sort of 45 percent and so it, it's also one of the styles rather interestingly that actually doesn't it's a traditional style that doesn't comply with the Reinheitsgebot, the, the German purity law, because um, they would often have salt. Um, so the saltiness sometimes comes from local water sources or sometimes they add salt and they'd often use coriander in it as well. Um, so it basically got an exemption, exemption from the, from the law based on it being a regional speciality, um, which is quite cool. Um and the sourness comes from, uh, as with any sour, it comes from the bacteria uh, in it's the um, lactobacillus. So um, that's a bit about it. it it's sort of um, slightly related to uh, Berliner Weisses, which are also um, uh, sort of sour, sourish wheat beers. Um, and Belgian Vit beers share a lot of similarities to them as well. But uh, that, that's essentially what a goes is. And traditionally, um, you'd often find that gozas are really, really salty. Modern ones that uh, the sort of UK and US and European craft breweries are doing will tend to be much less prominent with the saltiness. They're all about the sourness and often, you know, these days you see like with this one added fruit. So they will be more about those flavours and the saltiness is, is sort of a little bit gentler. But I've had a traditional goza and I can tell you, uh, they can be an acquired taste. <laughs> I, yeah, that is a very fair statement. I suppose the hypothetical question would be if Germany had Ancos and they then used seawater for the salination, would it then still fall under the Reinheitsgebot because it's just water? Interesting question. Consider. Um, but I'll leave yeah, you I mean, about do, that. Yeah. I mean, there's probably not an answer because you've waffled on long enough and I've finished my beer, so I think it's about time we move on to the next. Um, just small thing to pick you up on there does germany not have a coast oh yeah so it does <laughs> <laughs> so it does that's why our names are not the other way around it, it is indeed for some reason i thought germany was landlocked and i can't quite think why well it's because um denmark sticks out the top of it isn't it well true yeah, i suppose it's got the two coasts hasn't it you just forget yeah. that it's not landlocked well i'm a twat all right you know <laughs> I don't teach colour again. Sorry, geography. I teach. Ooh. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, hello. I hope your colleagues listen to this. Fired. Oh, so do I, because I love banter. Um, <laughs> moving swiftly on from my mild faux pas. Sorry, Germany. <laughs> Entschuldigung, Deutschland. Um, I'm sure they'll get over it. I hope eventually. So. Well, who knows? Um, <laughs> shall we move on very quickly to our next beer? <laughs> yeah, why the hell not? Which, as we mentioned before, is Ritual Union, a collab with Girls Who Grind Coffee in yeah. Froome. And I think that's the company in Froome, not just Girls Who Grind Coffee in Froome. There is a comma there. Um, <laughs> yeah. There is a comma there. Yes, exactly. Just, just clarifying. Um, but yeah, Caramel Frappe Breakfast Stout. And I mean, the, the, the backdrop of the, uh, of the can art... Reminds me of those sort of colour schemes that you'd see 
in a local coffee shop on a canvas yeah. just to make you feel really mellow and calm and relaxed. Exactly. It is, it is exactly that, isn't it? Yeah, it's just kind of chilled. It's very, it's very simple, but it's such a pleasing, warm sort of colour. It is, and you've got yeah. lovely like reds into purples, into browns, into darkness at the background. It's lovely. And I love, again, the use of font, I think, is fantastic here. You've got really the word nice, union yeah. in a lovely coffee cup, and the ritual is just the steam coming off it. Really, it's very, really very nicely done, isn't it? That? Yeah, I like that. I like a, 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 a simple but nice design. You know, yeah. Clever sort I've, of thing. Simple, I've, but I still think nicely eye-catching. If you saw that on the shelf, yeah. I think you would be drawn to it. Absolutely. I certainly would. It's, it's the font, really, that makes it, I think. Oh, 100%. And That's again, really nice. Again, lovely little description on the back. Ritual Union is brewed with fruity Guatemalan coffee beans sourced from mm-hmm. Somerset's own girls who grind coffee in Froome. <laughs> this full-bodied and decadent coffee milk stout is packed full of bitter coffee, sweet caramel, and vanilla for a beery take on caramel frappe iced coffee. Oh, yeah. And as we can see, it does, in fact, have uh, wheat and oats. Going to have a nice bit of nice bit of mouthfeel, hopefully. Uh, lactose, so definitely milk stout, coffee and vanilla as adjuncts. Mm. So I think this is going to be a wee bit cheeky. I, I have no idea yes, why I said it like I, that. That was odd. I apologise. You, I will forgive you this once. <laughs> I mean, it's for me. Oh, dare I say it? I'm going to perhaps contradict myself here. The smell is, I wouldn't say, is particularly wow and really, really special, but for the fact that it just smells to me like a really bloody good milk stout. Yeah. I'm not getting much caramel or vanilla. I must admit, it smells to me like a really good iced coffee, actually. (laughs) Fair. I mean, that is obviously what they're emulating, but I just. I'm not getting the caramel or the vanilla that much on the nose just out of the can. Maybe it will No, I'm getting more. I'm getting a sort of general vague hint of sweetness, but yeah, that's nothing that specific. Milk sweetness, I think, is what I'm I'm getting. I, I'm gonna have to yeah. pour it just to see if it. it Let's changes. see, shall we? I'm not gonna say. Oh, look, it's a stout. Actually, looks quite promising texture-wise. Um, the head on that is looking really lovely. It really does. And again, that nice lovely, and thick and creamy, tight bubbles. Almost sort of biscoffy, digestive other biscuits are available sort of colour in the head. Exactly. Yeah, it, it's just so inviting, isn't it? Yeah, it, it does look... Um, the foam looks quite dark, which is which is always nice. Um, incidentally, while, while we're waiting to see what happens with that, um, Yonder, you know, I've, I've realised that we've not actually done Yonder before on here, so I should probably tell you a little bit about them. Um, formed in 2018, so still relatively young. Um, Yonder is a modern farmhouse brewery. That's how they describe themselves, Yonder Brewing. Um, they're based in the lovely Mendip Hills in Somerset. And it's uh, it's a small team, uh, but very experienced brewers. Um, and as they say themselves, they take inspiration from their surroundings, which is an area of outstanding natural beauty. To create beers with a true sense of place, the focus on local ingredients, including wild and foraged, um, they uh, their their journey is to discover the flavour possibilities of the ingredients on their doorstep. So I think that's a really cool thing. That's a nice little um, 
little niche that they're, that they're doing there. And I do like a I do like a farmhouse brewery. As do but it's I. The, it's it's the focus on local, um, sort locally sourced and even foraged ingredients that I think is particularly intriguing me. Obviously, we're not really seeing so much of that with these two specific beers, but you know the fact that they've used um, you know they they've collaborated with sorry a local coffee company, mm. um, you know they've they've sourced their coffee from from very nearby on their own doorstep shows their commitment to that oh very true i mean lovely locally sourced guatemalan coffee exactly (laughs) (laughs) but no well all right the coffee company's local yeah i know i know i'm grinding your gears you know we do get a lot of a lot of coffee growing in the uk obviously so i don't know why they couldn't have done that i know can't have everything um I mean, it, I love I love that notion the way you just described it. It reminds me a lot of a of a brewery just down the road from them, really. In effect, in Wild Beer Co. It's that same yeah. kind of vibe of rural, similar vibe, yeah. Mm. Rust, dare I say, rustic that farmhousey nature exactly. towards what they're doing. Um, I think what Absolutely. annoys me, what annoys me most about this brewery, is the bastards didn't start until I'd moved away from Somerset. Well, how? Dare they? I used to That's live within disgraceful. an hour of Radstock. <laughs> I've been there all the time. Shocking. Absolutely shocking. Do you know? I think they did you? it deliberately. I think, I think they waited off. until you moved he's away. Off. He's off. He's going. Right, let's he's do off. it. Let's right, he's gone. Yes, yeah. right, let's go. Ha ha. That was anyway. their evil plan all along. Anyway, back to their beer. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're getting our own back. But yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Well, anyway, mm. again on the nose. I mean, nose it does has opened have that up a little bit. Iced coffee, milk stouty mm. flavors coming through the nostrils. Those those scents are, are lovely. It, I'm I'm still not getting much of that caramel or vanilla essence on my. Yeah, I am curious about that. Um, you know, it's got vanilla in it, as we know, and they said caramel frappe breakfast out on on the front of the can. So, it'd be interesting to see whether that comes through. I mean, they they are sometimes flavors that don't necessarily show in the aroma. That's so true. That benefit is true. of the doubt. We'll find out. Well, let's get in. Hey, I like the fact that that rhymed. Ah. Did you see that on purpose? Maybe. No. Yeah, that's a no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> cheers. Cheers. Ooh. There you go. You see. Okay, yeah, that they, they those flavors yeah. that I was missing on the nose mm-hmm. are definitely there in the they're there, aren't they? Are, they? they are, yeah. they are. <laughs> but not overpowering oh. so I mean they're there as a wonderful oh, compliment dear. to what they are trying to do. They're not overpowering at all. They're just no, exactly. Really nice. Oh, yonder to think we ever doubted you. I never doubted them. I was just pissed off that they'd started after I'd moved away. Always <laughs> oh, not gonna let that one go, listeners. No, I this has become not. gonna become a running theme every time we feature yonder on this show, isn't it? It's gonna become a love-hate relationship, <laughs> <Yeah>. I think. <laughs> but no, oh, I mean God forbid we should ever visit them. <laughs> That'd be interesting, wouldn't it? Do you know what? I know it's something we said sort of last with the first beer, so I'm gonna say it first with the last beer. The mouthfeel on this is stunning. It's bloody good, isn't it? If it, it's lovely absolutely fabulous texture really velvety yeah absolutely really velvety it's almost ah mm. it actually starts with the foam 
Mm. It's got some really nice staying power. I've still got a good head of foam on my beer. Um, and I poured it. God, it feels like years ago now. Um, and you sort of have to, you know, bite your way through that. And that is so fluffy. Beautifully. So stuff. fluffy! It's so fluffy! <laughs> and then the actual beer itself, as you say, velvety, soft, absolutely just flows through your mouth like silk. Really beautiful. Um, and, and and there's a creaminess as well, but it's not thick, really. Um, it's it's 5.8%, so it's fairly average um, ABV for a stout. It is, but with what it's emulating, it's... that frappe, that ice coffiness, once again, mm. it's doing things that make you forget its strength. Like, I exactly. can easily think, exactly. I, apart from the fact that it has that wonderful body and everything that you'd expect yeah. with exactly. the and the style, it just it doesn't taste like it's anywhere near that strong. No, exactly. And, you know, when I said it's not thick, doesn't mean it doesn't have body. It absolutely mm. has body. You know, it's it's got that creaminess that you want. And flavour-wise, yeah, I can't really deny it. it's all there. You know, there's coffee. And funnily enough, you know, there is, I think, a little bit of fruitiness in that in that coffee. You can, you can feel that come through just a little bit. It's not your sort of, um, it's not your chocolatey, earthy kind of coffee. It's it's slightly more zingy than that. Um, there's a little bit of bitterness there, but not too much. It's you know I think it it balances out the sweetness nicely. It's definitely mm. not sickly. Um, Far from it. And then you know the caramel and vanilla just add a nice depth really um, to round it off. So caramel frappe, yeah, breakfast out absolutely. It's all there again. It certainly is. I I'm blown away by it. I really mm. really am. I mean. You can tell through, again through both of them with the, the attention to detail, the flavors that are in there, mm -hmm. that quality mouthfeel that is beautifully different but consistent over the two styles of beer. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we could not have possibly, I don't think, picked two more different beers from the same place to try and just Absolutely. give a bit of an introduction. And yeah. I, they've smashed it out of the park. They really have. They've absolutely nailed it with both of them. Um, and considering how incredibly different they are, I mean, they could, they're polar opposites, you know, these two beers in, in style and flavour profile and everything. And yet both of them have been absolutely spot on for mm. what they, for what they were meant to be. So very, very impressed. That's a, that's a very, very strong debut, I think, from Yonder here. Massively very strong, strong debut. Um, yeah. We do still, ever, however, have to rate this. We do. And to be honest, given how much they've nailed this every bit as much as the last one, I can't really see myself giving it um, a lower score. I don't think it's better. They're very different, but I think I like them equally. Yeah. So I think I'm going to have to give it the same score. And I did decide in the end to give the last one 3.75. So I think it's only fair that I give this one the same. They're absolutely spot on. I can't really fault them in any way i know what you mean i'm thinking very very similarly I, i'm trying to keep the bias of style of beer out of my judgment here <laughs> which is bloody That's difficult the hard because part. that goes to start off with was <laughs> oh chef's kiss it was absolutely gorgeous Oh, but I know you. You like yes. a you like, like a, stout a milk well. stout as every bit as much as a sour. Yeah, I, I <laughs> maybe I wouldn't quite say every bit as much, but it is certainly another favourite style of mine. Yeah, um, gotta be up there. 
Yeah, sod it. Yeah, it's getting a four as well. No, it is. Yay. It is. Yeah, outstandingly done. It really, yeah, truly is. I'm very impressed, and now I'm very much looking forward to trying some more Yonder beers. That Absolutely. I, we're going to have to feature them again here. Those locally sourced ingredients, I'm looking forward to finding out what they do with those. Exactly. I'd really like to explore that next. So I think it's safe to say, listeners, that um, this will not be Yonder's only appearance on this show. No, Yonder Absolutely beers not. will return. Yonder beers will return. Um, and uh, with that said, a huge thank you. All I you. can think of is James Bond puns now. Bollocks. Why did we do that? <laughs> Why do you think I did that? I Other spy movie see. series are available. <laughs> um, Yonder, a huge, huge thank you to what you do. Um, a shame that you haven't been going longer, as I've already mentioned. But um, I think that there is no other way to say this, given that you are a wonderful rural Somerset brewery. Those two beers were Gert Lush. They were Gert Lush, to be honest, yeah. Absolutely Gert Lush. And a huge thank you to the team of people at the Fuss.club for having had these on their digital shelves. Um, I know we always say support local and we will always encourage you to do so. But actually, the Fuss.club is another great venture um, for you to explore the wonderful, weird and wacky world of craft in inverted commas indeed beer and actually although they are a nationwide company they don't have their own sort of shop floor as it were they are actually to the best of my knowledge still a relatively small company they're not your james clay's distributors that are global they're not your you know massively continental uh, stockists and, and shipists and all those sorts of things it's like going to your local beer and bottle shop just through a website exactly it, absolutely um, right always changing their ranges always a sublime and diverse range available and not to oh, forget, as yeah. as we've said always before, find some great stuff i you really do and as we mentioned before that wonderful feature of the stash so if you're not in that much of a yes, rush to get great your beers feature. wait until you've racked it up to the free delivery and then they'll ship it to you for free so i you know it's a damn good idea i don't i still don't understand how more people aren't doing that i, really I know don't. seriously it's it's just a no-brainer bordering on genius that idea it really is it really is. But of course, it would be remiss of us not to mention um, our other... Oh, do you know what? I'll, I'll, do you know what? I'll, I'll give you a... I will do it this time. Our usual shout-out <laughs> to that wonderful little shop with a massive range of wines yeah. and spirits. But more importantly, beer. Yeah. The shop that I still think should change its name, but yet I still have to say it, Cambridge Wine and beer royston um exactly. I, I mean i it, i have to try and do it like that otherwise it, i just i just can't get through it all but <laughs> no i mean joking aside I, I i wouldn't have drunk as much beer in my lifetime were it not for one of my best friends working there that was yeah, thank an, you that was your annual compliment there Ah, oh, thank you. Okay, that's my um, quota for the year. All right, I look forward to next year's one. Oh, it's going to be a cracker. <laughs> Well, who said it would be at Christmas? Aha. 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 That's all right, because in a minute I'm going to make you groan. <laughs> you don't even know yet. <laughs> you, I mean, you'd have to do well to specify because I do that to you often. Well, true. But I'm going to do an excellent callback now. Um but first, I'm going to say, obviously, as always, support you. Please support your local beer and bottle in 
uh, beer can and bottle emporia and obviously your local breweries if you're lucky enough to have one near you you know please do please do support them um you know it's what keeps this exciting industry going it's what keeps this exciting industry alive it's what keeps this exciting industry exciting so please do do that and uh before we sign off i'll say join us next time for (coughs) a brew to a kill am i gonna have to edit that music bit out for copyright reasons you can just put in a but dum dum instead if you like okay yeah well worth the wait right listeners no um i did warn you to be fair god on on that on that from me boozer and me the brain Thanks a lot for listening, and I hope that specifically those last 30 seconds didn't put you off tuning in again next time. Ta-ta. Bye-bye.